Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And welcome to Secure the Insecure, the podcast where I say it's okay to not be okay. I'm Johnny Seafan. Every week, I'm joined by one very special guest. I'm so excited to talk about my guest this week. Now, before I get to her, um, that's a little clue, it's a her. I just want to say, whilst we are in lockdown in quarantine, please keep reaching out to me. I've had really nice messages of people asking for some advice, just saying that, you know, the podcast is a little ear to them, at Johnny Seifer on Twitter and Instagram. I'm here for you if you need me. Really, please do use me. People have been asking me about their relationships, about boredom, about routines. At Johnny Seifert, Twitter and Instagram, come and talk to me. I'm here to help you. Now, that, let's just put that aside because I've got reality royalty joining me on the podcast this week. She is amazing. It's her fourth series of The Real Housewives of Cheshire. It started last Monday, 9pm ITVB. It's one of my favourite shows, The Real Housewives of Cheshire. I'm delighted to say that Hannah joins me. Hello, Hannah. Hi. This is exciting. I'm good, thank you. How yeah, are you finding good. lockdown at the moment? Oh, my God, it's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. Honestly, I never thought I'd live the day to see the world just come into a complete standstill. I still can't get my head around it. But I've been keeping busy. Like, me and Martin have been... uh, It's nice, really, because we've we've actually got a lot of time to spend together, which we don't usually get, because we're both running busy practices and busy businesses. We don't really get a lot of time at home. So we've actually... It's been nice, really, a bit of quality time together. Is this your second honeymoon then, are you calling it? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, it is the second honeymoon. We've been doing TikTok videos and <laughs> messing around and you sort of just portray what you want to portray on Instagram, can't you? And it's all just still photos and it can be a bit posy. Whereas I think TikTok's just people having a laugh and being creative, so I really like it. I think that's really important, actually, to pick up on that because on Instagram, once you've got your 10,000 followers, you can do your swipe ups and then you've yeah. got all these paid for promotions and the more followers you've got the bigger the fee you get and the more likes you get the bigger fee you get and then you've got people who are buying followers and likes just to get that fee for promoting the latest toothpaste or whatever whereas on tiktok you're following the more funny you are the more outrageous you are the bigger you're following 
is yeah. just more for self-validation. We've not got to that stage yet of going, right, you've got a million followers, you're going to get yeah. paid £2 billion to sponsor something. Exactly, exactly. I think the thing is, I mean, all of these social media platforms, they start off sort of, you know, with it being the raw, what, what it's about, sharing pictures or sharing videos. And then obviously over time, you know, the advertisements come into it and that's where they make their money. And, and I, I guess, like you say, you know, you've got all these big influencers um, that it's like, essentially it's their job, isn't it, really, to sort of make money via Instagram. Whereas with TikTok, at the moment, I just don't think it's there. It's just, <laughs> it's still at the early, let's all just have a laugh and do silly videos and silly dances. What about you as a dentist? How are you finding life in lockdown now? Because I presume you're not seeing any patients at the moment. No, yeah, yeah. So, so the government's obviously advised that all dental practices shut. It's hard, really, because, you know, the, there are patients that have sort of been midway through treatment. There are, there are patients that might be experiencing pain. And we're not even allowed to provide emergency treatment for those patients anymore. So it's all been over-the-phone advice. And for all of our uh, patients that, at my practice, uh, we're very sort of engaged with our audience through our Instagram and we're constantly uploading advice tips and things to do to look after your mouth or if you've got pain, what to do. And we've also got an on-call phone that obviously if anyone's got any problems, they ring us directly and we can give them advice and we can also arrange for them to pick up antibiotics as well. So yeah, it's been, it's been crazy if I'm honest. Just because your natural instinct is to want to see people when they're in pain, we've got to think of ways around that. Will that change the way that you do things once this is all over in a year or two's time, that you don't need to be booking back-to-back 10-minute appointments? You can just do your Skypes. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, I I actually do think this is going to change the way that we do things massively. I think none of us really know after post-lockdown what life's going to be like. You know, we don't know whether, is it all going to go back to normal or is it it going to be different or is we still going to be doing social distancing? So I think... All of these things are the unknown, really. But I definitely would say within practice, not having to book as many people in or doing more virtual consultations, which we've been doing a bit of as well. So I I do think it will change practice, yeah. Would you want it to, though? Do you notice that difference of the way you're talking to patients now than then? Is it a little little bit more basic? Well, I personally think with dentistry, it's a very personable thing, dentistry. You know, you want to go in, you've got to trust the dentist, you've got to build a rapport, you've got to get used to the same person. There's a lot of people that are very frightened and, you know, have massive phobias of the dentist as well. So I still think dentistry needs that interpersonal touch you know you can't just do everything virtually or everything uh, online but at the same time you know there there are things that we're now highlighting like for example consultation whitening consultations or cosmetic treatment consultations that could actually be funneled online and it would it would free up a lot of, of our time to do other things so yeah i think i think it i think what we're implementing now we will probably take on after lockdown and what about you as a professional this is something you always wanted to do you wanted to be that dentist you wanted to be at the front on the front line so to speak how would you find that change though because i suppose for you it's like you like that interaction you like that personal nurse you like actually going to some it going into someone's actual mouth for me it really just goes against my instinct. I want to just go in and see people and if people are in pain or, you know, whatever, I, I, want, to, I want to fix it. Whereas now it's just, just strange and all of this social distancing, well, the thing is, as you know with dentistry, you know, you're very close to people. You know, you're in people's mouths. So this whole, like, social distancing and, you know, having to be a metre or two metres apart from each other, 
I just don't know how it's going to work post-lockdown. But we just have to wait for government guidelines and see what they say. Definitely. At least you know how to sanitise because you sanitise yourself so many times a day anyway. Exactly, exactly. So let's look at The Real House of the Trashers. So it started in 2015, 11 series now. Let's go back to 2018, to series seven, where you were a guest. And you had quite a turbulent first couple of series. (laughs) Uh, How did you get involved in this show? The reason that I got involved in it was actually through Martin. So Martin, my other half, he is a cosmetic doctor and... He's actually known Lauren, who's one of the, who's one of the cast members. She had a bit of a break, Lauren, but she's back now. But she used to go to Martin's clinic as a patient. And back in the series before I joined, which was series six, he did like a thread lift on her, like a treatment on her. And that's how production then obviously got introduced to me. So it was through Martin and through Martin treating Lauren on the show that I sort of became known to them. And then I just had a couple of chats with the production and they were just like, have you ever thought about doing it? Would you ever Would you ever consider doing TV? I was like, what? Because <laughs> for me, I just did, I'd never had any sort of training in TV or had any sort of media experience, nothing. Like, been to dental school, done my master's, very academic-y background. Um, and then when they sort of approached me... Thought, do you know what? Oh, I thought, yeah, I'll go and have a think about it. And then they brought a casting camera to my house where they do like a casting tape, and then that goes off to ITV in London, and then they decide whether they want to they want to put you on the show or not. And then it all happened like a whirlwind, if I'm honest. Within like you know six weeks, I had ITV on the phone going, yeah, we really want you to join the cast of The Housewives. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> what am I doing? And had you watched the show before? Because series one, kind of that first episode of Dawn and Magali blowing off at each other at the big charity yeah. uh, in, uh, in the charity stand. Have you watched it before and seen how... Well, well, this is the thing. I think, obviously, once we'd got involved in talking, uh, once Martin had got on the show and stuff, it sort of, if I'm totally honest, I wasn't like a diehard fan that had watched every single episode. But I went back and I did watch a few sporadic episodes, but I wasn't massively familiar with all of the characters and knew all the storylines. So, in a way, I think, I always sometimes think, because people always say, is there anything you regret? And now, when I look back, I think, God, if only I'd sat down and watched it properly (laughs) and I would have known exactly what was going on, um, I would have been a bit more clued up when I I got put in in Series 7. But at the same time, the way that I did get put in and I didn't really know anyone meant that it was all very real to me. You know, like the reactions to people. I didn't have any preconceived ideas of any of them or, you know, I just sort of went in fresh and, and, and got to know the girls and and built natural relationships. I think that because when you went in, it was when it was all kind of breaking down between Dawn and Leanne. We'd already had Dawn versus Ampika. So if you had come in and known everything, you'd have picked the side that had everyone against Dawn. And then that would have ruined the friendship that you actually managed to build with Dawn. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like I think, like like I said before, it was, I went in very fresh with no real preconceived ideas of people. I mean, obviously, you, you hear things or, you know, you, you know, the, the, you, people talk or people say this or people have got opinions on people. But I went in very much like blank canvas. So I suppose, actually, that, that works in my favour, I guess. What do you think being a housewife actually meant? Because it is all based around housewives. It's all based around that, I suppose, wag culture. It was follow-up to footballers' wives almost, but you're not a footballer's wife. No. When the show first started, it was definitely following that sort of formula, wasn't it? It was like the wags. 
in Cheshire. And obviously the show is about luxury and lifestyle and all the rest of it. But I suppose the different slant that I had was that I wasn't married to a footballer or, you know, I was an academic or a professional or had my own business. And it was just a bit of a different slant. I, I mean, Seema's the same. She's sort of, you know, is forever unique. And, um, and all of the girls, to be fair, in their own right, have done their own things. Um, but yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really fit the footballer's wife template <laughs> but also with Seema she is a mum with children most of them yeah. have got children you don't have children and when you had joined you and Martin were just going out and yeah, you're a lot yeah, younger yeah. than the rest of them how did you find going into a group like that because you know women at the best of times even when they're the same age don't get on how did you yeah, find cutting okay. through that oh my god it was so hard it was horrible no it was it was funny because when obviously like you just said you know any women any girls will understand this that when you go into a group especially a group that have got such history with each other you know they've known each other a long long time and you go in as this little newbie and you're like hey you're trying to make friends and make alliances it was really tricky and especially like you say because they weren't my age. Seem was nearly, I think Seem was nearly 50. Seem was 20 years older than me. And Dawn's 15 years older. And, and yeah, so they were all, they, they were a lot older. All a lot older, and they were, all have got like established families, and they've had. So me and Martin were very different. But then again, I think that it added, it does add a different dimension to the show, a bit different. And I suppose it's a bit more younger audiences can maybe relate to it more. Do you see what I mean? But do you not find that you're sometimes competing because with Dawn, Taylor and Darby will come in and they're doing a single, or it's a big family dinner with. Dawn or Ashley's yeah. parents, whereas you haven't got that family set up like they have. So when you're fighting for that screen time, unless you're going to be arguing and having a big row, and that's going to be the main scene of the episode. Yeah, well, I think, I mean, the other thing as well is that, you know, Dawn and Tanya and Lauren, to be fair, the three of them, their original cast members, you know, they have been on this show since day dot. And obviously, over time, you know, you get to know the family members, Dawn's in-laws, her kids and everything. So I think it just takes a bit of time. It get, takes time to get to know the characters. A lot of the time, you know, we have our altercations, don't we? we, we we'll, we'll end up, like, crapping about something or disagreeing about something. And it's, I suppose that's what it is, isn't it, really? And I think over time, you get to know the characters more and more. And I think family members, friends, they, they start to weave into your storyline as you progress through the show. And as a housewife, how have you had to change? Because when you were going into the show, have you had to change your image, where you shop, the way you dress, the way you look? Uh, yeah. Do you know what? I think, I mean, before I even joined the show, I loved dressing up and nights out and getting glammed up and all the rest of it. I've always been into that sort of thing. And it's always really nice because all day, every day, you're in scrubs and your hair's literally in a skanky little scrunchy and you just look you know you just look really plain and boring and clinical it's always really nice to be able to have the opportunity to dress up and go to these amazing events and all the rest of it as far as sort of have I had to change not massively I do think I'm probably more conscious like whereas before you you know if you put on a bit of weight or you've had a few I don't know you've had a couple of weeks where you've eaten loads of crap and you think oh I've been shit and blah, blah, blah. you know you're a bit more conscious because you're being filmed all the time 
Do you see what I mean? So, you know, that sort of margin of error, you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to pig out for a month and I don't care what I look like. That's something I've had to sort of be aware of. The rest of the women are all tiny and gorgeous, aren't they? So you sort of, you become a bit more self-aware, definitely. Now let's look at this series. So it's for seven episodes, because obviously of the coronavirus, you had to shut down filming before. So I presume that means there's no big holiday, there's no lavish trip to Dubai or Thailand. There is, actually. We, we managed to squeeze in a way. Oh, of course you managed to squeeze. This is what the wag life is. Yeah, just go away. It's fine. You don't need to save up for that. <laughs> you know what? We were so lucky as well because this whole corona thing literally happened about a week or two after we got back. So we were just like, we managed to get that trip in in the nick of time. I love that. Only you girls would be able to yeah. afford and manage to do that that quickly. Uh, so what can we expect this series? Um, this series is going to be amazing, I think. I mean, even though it's been cut short, and it's a shame, really, it's been cut short, but um, we've got a new housewife who's going to be joining, um, Nicole. Um, and I, I really like Nicole. I really get on Hold with on, her. you yeah. actually get on with a housewife? What's <laughs> happened to you, Hannah? Oh, my God. I know, I know, seriously. No, I really like her. She's ace. Um, she's really straight-talking, and she's like self-made millionaire, and she, she's cool. I like her a lot. So she's joined the show. Lauren's obviously back, and Lauren's hilarious. I've never laughed so hard. Every scene I have with Lauren, I'm just in hysterics. Um, she just doesn't she, care, does she? She, she just doesn't, doesn't care. I love it. She doesn't give a shit. She just says it. She just says whatever she thinks. She speaks before she thinks half the time. But she's good fun, and I think she's great energy for the show. So it's going to be good. A lot of drama as well. Can we expect a reunion with Brian Dowling at the end? Because we always have a reunion show at the end where. Basically, that's the yeah. best episode because you all have a big fight afterwards. Uh, can we yeah. see a reunion show this year then if the episodes are cut short? Well, do you know what? We don't know yet. We're still waiting on production to tell us what's going to happen with reunion. We're all joking saying we're going to have to have a bloody reunion over Skype or something. <laughs> we don't know. At least we'll be safe behind our screens. But no, I don't know. We're still waiting and here to hear on how we're going to actually do the reunion if there is going to be a reunion at all. Do you want there to be a reunion this series? Oh, I bloody hate reunions. <laughs> I hate them. I hate them. Ideally, no. <laughs> Reunion's just one of those things, isn't it? You, it, it? Literally, you go through the whole series, you've said a few things, some people have got annoyed at you, you've got annoyed at people, people have bitched behind your back, you've bitched behind... And then Reunion's like the cold light of day. You have to sit in front of them while Brian plays it all on a monitor and you're just like, oh, cringe. It's funny, Reunion. It's very up and down. And it's all about the Real House of Cheshire, obviously. The Real House has such a big brand around the world how do you feel being part of such a big thing it's amazing it really is amazing i think being part of the real housewives franchise and also being part of itv i think is just unbelievable and i never forget when we went to the itv do a big summer party every um every year summer party and then a palooza and i never forget the very first one i went to and i was walking down the red carpet and all these lights are flashing i was just thinking wow this is such an incredible experience all the shouting and scrapping and whatever we do on the show you know the ups and downs that we have but those moments you really feel like wow i'm part of this is the females what happened to equality where are the men of cheshire the footballers of cheshire do we not think that we should be having the men of cheshire for ba- yeah for maybe we should yeah the real house husbands of cheshire and what would they be like imagine ashley <laughs> and and <laughs> phil all in a lineup. what would you be wanting to see from them oh 
my god no but you know what we, me and martin always joke and we say if it was about men this if it was about a group of men it'd be so shit and boring they're just like you're right mate yeah oh you pissed me off the other night oh, okay <laughs> they wouldn't even get to that they just probably you ignore it yeah exactly it's women that make it into a big hoo-ha and yeah i think if it was a guy's show it would just be too boring <laughs> Does Martin want more scenes, though, to balance out your drama with his, what you've just called, boringness? <laughs> oh, um, Martin, to be fair, Martin's so supportive. And, like, you know, when we have to go to these events and stuff, he'll always come with me. Um, we've done quite a few, like, joint scenes together and um, a lot of scenes in Martin's clinic um, and Martin doing treatments on people. So he's up for it. He's definitely up for it. <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. And final question, Hannah, for you. How do you define being one of the housewives of Cheshire? I think it's an opportunity to showcase a side of your personality with glam and fun that I would never normally get to showcase in real life. House of the Cheshire continues on Monday night at 9pm on ITVB. You've been listening to Johnny C for On Secure the Inscured. Please don't forget to rate the podcast, like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast. And if you've got any problems whilst you're in lockdown and you want to talk to someone at Johnny C for on Twitter and Instagram, I'm here to help you. Until next time, thank you and goodbye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.